Welcome to the pod, everyone. I'm Shaman. This is Rob. Shaman. I'm sorry. Yeah, call me Shaman. You look good with this hair. Take the glasses off so I can see if you actually really can pull this hair off. I don't take my glasses off for no one. You understand? Not even me? I'm just telling you. This, you're not the first person to say something like that. I have people very close to me in my life that wish I was this cool. I wish you I was this cool. You are this cool. Not on the outside. Oh. For people who are just listening, when I walked into Kasim's house, he said, good thing you're here early. We only have a few minutes to put on our costumes. Your nightmare. Which was, which was yeah, super cool. He, he, hates, he hates doing anything fun and, and silly in a reverend, you know, this guy's got to be just the cool, cool as a cucumber all the time. That's not, you know what it is? I hate doing anything that like anybody who pushed that button on Amazon could do. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, oh, we're going to do this funny thing that uh-huh. like Ted did with his, to his like kids zoom at school. That's why, but I love it for you, man. So you're, so you're saying your, your sense of comedy, your sensibility is so elevated. The so elevated. You, you had to come down. <laughs> oh, do you have sleep? Just a little bit. Yeah, I thought we made oh. that pretty obvious. Did I ever tell you that Cutter is like dying for me to get a sleeve of arm tattoos? Like it's all he wants is for me. He to wants have a you sleeve. to get it. He thinks for some reason that I could really pull it off. I heavily disagree, but he it's like a fan. It's like he says he it likes often. tattoo chicks. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I said. I'm like, are you into like tattoo chicks? He's like, not really. I just feel like you with a sleeve is like, that's it does it for him. The fantasy of that. Are like, you using, can I borrow your shirt later? Your <laughs> yes. Yeah, for the bed, for the boudoir. Wow. Cass, you look like you've been having a lot of unprotected sex lately. All I all I do is raw dog it, which is not the safest. No, it's not. But you but don't if care. You, do, you need to have some protection. This is true. Against getting pregnant, that is. Uh, I, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look, I think a lot of the talk that's been going on in the world when it comes to women and their bodies um, is a hot topic. But one of the reasons that the, this exists is because. A lot of women don't have access to proper birth control, and I'm very excited to have this sponsor on with us. It is the Pill Club. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free, which people don't know, with insurance or Medicaid, but otherwise, their prices start as low as $7 per month. The Pill Club Pub delivers birth control to your door in very discreet packaging. I know it can be awkward, but it's a very important part. I was it's I was on the pill for many years of my life, and I was I am grateful for what it had given me. And I think this is beautiful and wonderful to, that all types of women can have access to this. That's right. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash pajama, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Pajama Pants listener who becomes a patient. That's really cool. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash pajama to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember thepillclub.com slash pajama, and you must use the link to make a donation. Who, who doesn't have a ring alarm? I feel like it's all, it's like my favorite videos to watch on Instagram are people's ring footage. 
So now the guys that have the number one ring doorbell have a ring alarm. It's a whole home system for those of you that are looking for extra protection. Ring alarm is a great way to provide safety for you and your family and your loved ones. I know when Cutter travels, it makes me feel safe when I'm home alone with the voice. I got to tell you, when I had my alarm, this is before Ring was a sponsor, I had a whole home alarm. These guys had to come out for like two days straight. They had to run wires through the house. It was a mess. And the app that they have me watch everything on, it's like so unintuitive and it's crazy how much more expensive it is than a, a ring alarm system, which is easier to use. Yeah. Yes. Ring alarm is powerful, affordable home security system that you can easily install yourself. But if you don't want to lift a finger, ring also has a team that can set it up for you. How awesome is that, you guys? So this holiday season, deck the halls, walls, doors, and windows with the best deals of the year on the award-winning ring alarm. Go to ring.com forward slash pants to get a Great deal on a ring alarm security kit today. That's ring.com forward slash pants. So here we, you know, we had guests on, so we had to skip a little bit, but me and Kasim were obsessed with date love on the spectrum. Is it dating on the spectrum or love, love on, the, on the spectrum? Love on the spectrum. It, I mean, Kasim, before I watched it, Kasim said, this is the best show. Did you say of all time on TV, right? On TV right now. And I was before like, succession aired. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's, he's exaggerating. I feel like you might have even said something else. Like it's my favorite show, something. And it, I was like, it is in my like pantheon of all time TV shows. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's just exaggerating a little bit. And then I went home and watched it. And I was like, this is the best thing I've seen. I, I couldn't think of when the last time I was like this entertained by something. I'm going to binge it, it it's, tomorrow. It's got it all. It, the show's got it all. It's got uh, the funny moments and the funny moments are hilarious yeah. because they're not written right. real moments. It's got uh, uh, some of the most better? heartfelt. Yeah. It's like on par, maybe a little bit better because I think it's like better. there's one guy on there who's I think the he's been the, the funniest, best character they've ever had. There's a couple duds that they have on there. I mean, I don't want to call anyone on the spectrum duds. I'm just saying compare as far as entertaining. Um, you know, there's one guy who he should just have his own show. Him, him and his girlfriend should have their own show. Yeah. Like how Love Island is where it's every night. <laughs> every it's on five <laughs> nights a week. We watch them sleep. It's um so next. So next week, I think what we want to do is me and Cass, we're gonna read a scene from from love on the spectrum. I want to do that. Casm says it's a bad idea. No, I, 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 I don't think it's a bad idea. I just think we have to be careful because yeah. we don't, I want to reiterate that we're not laughing at these people. No, anyway. I want to celebrate them. And, and they're so funny and just like their interactions, some of the, the interactions I think are just awkward. And if there were regular people having the same awkward moments, it'd also be funny, but these moments are in no way like, look at this, idiot it's more no. just like that was so weird that was so socially awkward and then they're just like also like i teared up at on season two in a moment i'm not going to spoil it but there was a moment where there's a guy from season one who gets a girlfriend and i found myself like eyes were watering i'm like good for you dude you deserve it more than any. you know it's just like one of these things where you get so invested in these people yeah. they're so earnest there's not like they're like there's not a, a, a negative bone in their body for the most part. There's some people in there that are like, you know, they they're they can be mean, but there are 
for the most part, everyone on there is just the most pure hearted, kind person. And you root for them every episode. We've talked about the fact that like, sometimes we wish we could be as brutally honest and like upfront with our feelings as they are. So I feel like maybe a a reading of it would just be like, we wish we could, we wish everyone could speak so frankly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's times like, you, you know, you said where it's like, oh, that was so awkward. But more so there's times where you're like, oh, my God, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to <laughs> say. And that's how I feel. You know, like yeah. you're just like this. Guy, I mean, it really I, everybody who I've recommended it to within 24 hours has hit me up. and been like, this is the best. Ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's so fuck. You'll good. relate to every single person in one moment or another at some yeah. point, you know? And there's literally dudes who are like, they're like, why do you want to date someone? He's like, I, he's like, I just don't want to be alone anymore. Like, oh, <laughs> you're like, my God. but here, here's a thing I want to know. Right. So there's times where there's a father, his daughter's autistic. And now there's an autistic person coming to date his daughter. And what I want to know is, do you think a dad's ever been like, Hey, I don't think you're autistic enough to date my daughter because his daughter is very autistic. I don't even know if that's how you fucking talk about it, but like is further on the spectrum. I don't know. What are you mm-hmm. supposed to say? No, uh, I, would, have no I, idea. Would, I mean, look, nice. I'm, I'm they're, not, a, they're down the road. Cool okay. dudes. Cool dudes. Like you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're so cool right now, I don't bro. I fucking care. But it's if I was going to really say it, I'd say I'm having a hard time with it. It's, they're it's down the road of autism a little further. Okay. So when you're really down the road, <laughs> do you think, a dad is ever like, Hey, no. I don't think you're down the road enough no. to date my daughter. Cause let's say, cause some of the guys, they say they're autistic, but they just like, they're really into two things that like, and like so yeah. intensely that you're like, Oh, okay. But there's nothing else about them where I go, Oh, you're autistic. Like the kid who likes to play pool. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I could see if, if your daughter, like, okay, there was one, there's one girl on there who has down syndrome and she's dating this guy. And I could see like, if that dude, came to date my daughter who had down syndrome and he was like, Oh, I'm autistic. I might be like, Hey, it's the same thing when you have like, say your daughter's a freshman and like a senior asks her to prom. You're like, "Mm, yeah. And not even a senior, like 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 a 40 year old, you know, because you're like, Oh, this girl has like down syndrome and I need to walk her to a date. And you're at like the world series of pool, right? Like murdering people, winning trophy, like, you're, yeah. You have a giant check with your name on it. And my daughter, like, you know, needs help doing everything. Right. Yeah. It, it There is a little bit of overprotective. Like, I don't know if this is you You want to say you can date whoever you want, but there is like a sort of equality that you're looking for with, with these people that are a little further down the road. You know, you want somebody who's they, you don't want somebody who seems like they're taking advantage. That's what. Yeah. 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 And I wonder if there's ever, I would love to speak to a dad who was like, oh, I wouldn't let my daughter date him because he wasn't autistic enough. I see why you guys think that way. But I do, I think that it comes to a certain point where you can tell if somebody's like genuinely interested. And at a certain point, like for your child, who's probably struggled, whether they knew it or not, greatly just, you know, fitting into the way this world works if they found someone that like genuinely cared about them and loved them i can't imagine as a parent being like mm, you're yeah but not you like do you know what i mean especially if you're if your child was in love with the other person well that's why i'm talking about the first date like imagine a cool guy like Cassim showed up that's right like this yeah. guy with a sleeve and his sunglasses and long hair what's up mr ram it's betty ready 
Yeah. Oh. Betty is her name. That's a pro. Like you'd be like, man, this guy's so cool. And my daughter's really far down the road. Don't worry. Know? Don't worry, Mr. Ram. I brought a backup helmet. She'll be safe <laughs> in my arms. Yeah. <laughs> For the back of my motorcycle. Why, do you have a motorcycle? Yeah, the yeah. He's cool dude. Yeah. No, it's oh, she, she has her own helmet, Mr. <laughs> you have a sidecar in your little motorbike. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take her down to the uh, I'd take her down to the pier. Uh, we'd go on a windy ride on Mulholland, you know, uh, we'll carve those corners up, take her on a nice, nice little overlook, park the bike, <laughs> flip the kickstand on, bring over to the edge. Remove her helmet. Mm. So romantic. <laughs> so cool too, you so know. Cool. Really cool. And I then what is a flask out of my leather jacket? And I'm you're the guy uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was singing about in Greece too. Oh yeah, she wants you're a cool, cool rider. C o o l r i d e r. Hold on a second. Did you ever think I would You've know seen that, Greece Amy? Too. Did you think I would know that, Hold Amy? On. Come yes, on. Would. Excuse me, my man. You seen Greece too? Oh, shit, Jamie, you blew up my spot in front of this cool dude. Sorry. Whatever. I heard your girlfriend's fucking autistic. <laughs> she wears a helmet because I ride a bike. <laughs> well, no okay. So let's say she's on the date and she's like, hey, what does this tattoo mean? Oh, that one? Yeah. This represents my my thirst for adrenaline. I'm <laughs> sort of like a, a junkie when it comes to Crazy. stunts, tricks. I like to jump over stuff. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter what you think. I'm so impressed. I don't even know how to come. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Whoa. (laughs) You ride? No. You have hell yeah, dude, across your chest. (laughs) Damn, man. I feel like at home in this pod. What else you got in your book, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, keeping on the dating there was so married at first sight is probably the second best show on right now again it's about people who just get married without ever meeting each other and this woman like the guy's like i'm having a problem with this girl like i can't i can't really explain what she does but like he's okay last night she put her laundry in right and then he's like then like later today later in the day he's like i went to put my laundry in and her laundry was like still like stuck against the walls, wet from the night before. Ooh. And I was like, hey, uh, you going to get to that? And she was just sitting on the couch like, yeah, eventually. Like, no, just and I'm like, I don't even know. how. Again, he didn't know how to describe what the problem was. I don't know how you describe that. But that to me is rough. The lack of urgency. There is a laziness that's unattractive about that. Yeah. And also the potential for mold. That would cut her or walk right out the door. You know, I tell him all the time for a guy that never does his own laundry. He has a lot of opinions about laundry and he would walk right out the door if I ever did that. Oh, that's interesting. You do his laundry, but he'll have feeling about when you how change from it. washer to dryer, huh? Not that. It's like how I like I this do cutter it. guy what's hang dried. What's not. Can't wait to what, meet am him. I, what am I putting together or not? And I'm like, then do your own fucking laundry. Like. So wait, what are his critiques? What you put in the washer? What at you the same put? Time? To, yes, what you put in at the same oh, time? What, I like this. What whether you hang dry or not? Did you use hot water? Was the heat too hot when you used it in the dryer? And like, it'll be folded and put away, and he'll take out a shirt and be like, "Did 
do you wash this with my Lululemons? And I'm like, no, Cutter, I didn't. Like, and I really didn't. But like, it's, I think he's like trying to catch me in something. And at that point, like I said, I'm like, then do your own fucking laundry. Like if you're so suspect about how everyone's going to fuck up your laundry, then do it. See, Kasim's such a cool dude. He probably doesn't understand this shit, but I live for this is where I'm like, yeah, yeah because man. I'm thinking about when I'm in a relationship, I do everything that's so like my way because I've been doing it that way for right. years that if somebody was doing my laundry, there would be certain things. So explain. So he doesn't want you to wash his Lululemon stuff with what? Anything else. He wants so if he has one Lululemon shirt. He wants just that Lululemon. Well, in his defense, he wears like Lululemon, the same Lululemon, like pants type of pants every single day. So by the end of the week or midweek, there's like four or five of them. But then they can be washed with my Lululemon leggings if I have any, but they can't be, God forbid, with jeans or they can't be with a God forbid you mix a towel in with any clothes. Like a hand towel will fuck up every piece of clothing he owns, according to him. And is that just like a mental thing or he sees it and he's like, oh, this happened. I have no idea. I can't remember anything that's ever happened to his clothes. How do you not want to get to the bottom of it? You don't ask. See, this is my. Oh, I love we've when I hear so many fights about it. But but I'm saying, so what does he think will happen if you wash a towel with his Lululemon stuff? That it's going to make it rough and like pill and like not it'll it'll diminish its value. Like it's just does, not going to be as good anymore. Does he not want the kids stuff washed with his stuff? No. Is he like, oh, people should nope. be separate or yep. people should be separate as well. No, nope. but God, your Lulu leggings are okay. My Lululemon's leggings are okay. That's it. Are we and maybe like underwear with his underwear is okay. Well, that's um, as intimate as you get. Yeah, you that's the that's one step below. But like fun. any of Jack or Bo's <laughs> shit, like if I if there's like an extra T-shirt lying around, I'm doing our laundry and I throw it in with ours. He's like, no, no, like do Bo's with his own stuff. I'm like, shit. Wow. Man. In the morning, I just get up. I find my jeans that are crumpled up on the floor. Yeah. Grab my white tea or black tea. Mm-hmm. I only own two smell teas. It? And I just smell give it? a sniff. I just put a sniff and then I just put it on in that cool guy way where you put it over. And when you do it, you hear a little riff, right? When you put your shirt on, just like. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking cool. I feel like I'm 40 now. I'm a proper adult. I should be knowing everything about home insurance, auto insurance, all this kind of stuff. And I don't. But thankfully for me, I have Policy Genius. I'm very grateful for them because Policy Genius makes it so easy to compare home and auto insurance in one place. They save me money with all of the vetting that they do. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is go to policygenius.com, answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property, and then Policy Genius just takes it from there. They compare rates from America's top insurers, from Progressive to Allstate, and finds you the lowest quotes. Yeah, they save new customers an average on four of $435 per year on auto insurance, and they save 
customers an average of $350 a year on home insurance. And if you combine them, it's $1,250 they save people on average. That's right, guys. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com and answer a few questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers, from Progressive to Allstate, find your lowest quotes. So head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. You know, I'm so happy with all of the conversations around mental health and it being just as important as, um, you know, taking care of your teeth, your body, your skin. I think people are realizing that there's nothing wrong with you going with you're going to go to therapy. You don't have to have something wrong to go to therapy. It's hard to be a human being. There's a lot going on. We're coming out of a pandemic. I think talk therapy has been so influential and helpful to me at the three of us. I mean, we've all talked about how much it has helped us through our lives. And, um, you know, sometimes it could be confusing, um, and scary on how to kind of get started with that. So BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Pajama Pants listeners. Get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash pajama. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash pajama. And email us. Let us know how it's helped you. It's so much easier being this guy. You need to make a TikTok for your mom's house as this guy, like the really cool guy. Yeah. We just have to figure out what the coolest thing about you is. Yeah. Yeah. And get it out there. No, I feel like those guys that send in those. See, here's the thing. A guy that's this cool wouldn't do TikTok. He would say it like that, too. He would call it TikTok. I I don't do that. TikTok. People come to me. I don't need to put myself out on the Internet for people to look at. That's weird. Well, you know, this. This is going out uh, on YouTube. Oh, are we uh, on TV right yeah. now? Well, yeah, you YouTube. What's YouTube, man? It's everywhere. As far as I know, there's everywhere. radio and there's TV. What are you telling me? I should probably man. put on some makeup, right? Anyway, Do I have man. any? <laughs> Do I have any makeup? Nope. None. You guys are watching this. It's November 1st uh, or 2nd, actually, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> we just had Halloween. And... Um, Hey, your tattoo sleeve is rolling down a little, bud. Oh, cool guy. You want to you want to fix that? You need to work on your biceps a little bit to hold that up. You need to go to your tattoo guy to fix that. Can you not? Can you not do? Can you not do that? <laughs> Sorry, I just bro. had to sidebar my man over here. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I want to talk to you about your first Halloween at uh, Austin, Texas. I'm now, not going to be there. Whoa. My kids are so mad at me. Wow. Was a bad mom alert? Yeah. Oh, Gabby, put one up. Bad, <clears throat> bad mom <clears throat> alert. <clears throat> you got a couple points for watching washing your kids' clothes and doing I all missed... the laundry. You just lost it. <laughs> yeah. So get this. I missed Bo's championship game today because I had to fly up to New Mexico. But it was it's something like they beat the other team last week. But if the other team, if it has to be double elimination. So now Cutter just texted me, they lost tonight. So now they have to play Thursday. I'm here until Thursday night. Cutter is in LA for work starting tomorrow till Friday. We have our nanny and 
a babysitter in town. So no one is going to be at Bo's final game. Well, it's a good thing he's got a really cool Uncle Casim uh, in Austin. You're gonna. I mean, Austin? look how look how There's, cool this guy is. You don't think he would do it? Might be the only thing that will make up is if you, one of you guys, or both of you guys, go to his game. Will you come to Austin? My hog. You can go stay in my bedroom. Can I use your girlfriend's helmet? And you can use my washer dryer. Your head's a little small. Oh, okay. She's got an extra large helmet. Uh, is it one of those ones that's just one-sided? She's very <laughs> smart. <laughs> what did you say, Amy? We could, oh, me and Cassim could stay in your, in my in na- your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, you would come home and you would just see a tattoo sleeve on the floor leading <laughs> up to the leave bed. Leave it for me, please. You yeah, know, I would just it. go up to your fridge and grab the, the jug of milk and just open it, just drink it straight, straight yeah. out of the, the car. And glug real out on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Do That's it. Good milk. Mm. Mrs. Yes. J. Jiggler. <laughs> Mrs. J. Let's <laughs> so think of her last name. She's got three of them. Mrs. Jiggler. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. You, have, you ever do that? You switch the um, first consonant of your name. So my name is Lainey Sin Jiggler. That's yeah. That sounds like a like a dancer's name, right? Lane, it's like I, I Albert Ryer, <laughs> Gas Cariba. Well, I mean, that sounds just as that's great. Like that's, that's, that's your first. That's, that's, your, real name. that's not that's that that's guy, just dude. as a jumbled that's mess Gassum. as it was. Yeah, Gasm Cariba. Yeah, no, my name's Constantine. We oh yeah, were you in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar on on Broadway? Oh, dude, I don't do plays. Plays are gay. <laughs> Yami, here's what we talked about how you went to see the Long Island Medium yeah. and your everything that went down with her and you were like, oh my gosh, these are real. So from one to a hundred, where is on how much you believe that she's legit? 80. 80. I feel like that's low. I feel, I feel like, like that's low. You feel like Jamie's not telling the truth? I feel like Jamie's lying right now. Oh, why would I think with cool? One thing, Jamie. Don't cool question guys. him. He's fucking cool, dude. What am I you lying? Pipe, you pipe up. You st- you step up to me again. You get the hand, okay? You, you calm down, woman, and take Whoa. no guff from a female like this. See, you're gonna let a guy like this talk to your autistic daughter that way and be like, "Oh yeah, it's fine." You can't. You can't let it happen. I'm telling you, you got to stamp. Dads of autistic. I want to know. There were there are people who've written in who said they have autistic kids. Um, one in three people has a kid on the spectrum. I feel like. Yeah. Right. So can you write in and just, I want to know, I, th- I feel like there has to be a limit, but how do you like, maybe do you set, is there some kind of like five part test when they show up and you could test them to make sure they're autistic enough? Right. That's like, it's like a, uh, it's how a cop figures out if you're drunk or not when they pull you over. And maybe they could use the same test, right? It's like, say right. the, say the alphabet backwards. That's right. But point to your nose while walking backwards. Yeah. Up on one foot. Yeah. Something like that. So, but well, what somewhere. if they just have poor motor skills? That's good. You want them to fail to date the kid. You know what I mean? If they pass, that's the problem. You want them to fail. Yeah, because then you go, okay, you're autistic enough. You figured it out, my man. Yeah. Airtight system. I think that works. Some some sort of like autistic, uh, what do you call those things? Like like Ninja Warrior. Yeah, like, like a, a gauntlet, like a horse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like some sort of autism. And you, say, and you don't even tell, oh my God, this is the best. You don't even tell them. 
that it's a test. It's just how he yeah. has to get into the house. Right. He has to figure something out. And if it after starts like at the driveway, right? And if after five minutes he can't get in, you're like, all right, this this person could date my daughter. If he could figure mm -hmm. out how to get in the front door, you're like, you're not taking my daughter on a date. I think this is fucking genius. Right. It's like at the very end, you're like, he's he's like going to be underneath like a, a giant dog bowl, and if he's under it, he passes. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's it. You guys what are in a, a yeah. serious brainstorm session right now. Well, listen, this is a this is our next Shark Tank thing. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah I fought a shark one time. I wrestled, <laughs> brought it right out of the ocean. Do you have a tattoo that represents that? Day? Yeah, that's not. Nah, I can't show it on camera. Whoa, it's a it's a backslash asshole piece. <laughs> Sick, dude. Yeah. Sick. Wow. Is this doing it for you, Jamie? Mm -hmm. this look mm -hmm. what would you do so when i introduced you to castle the first time was on the pod what would you have done if this is the guy who walked in <laughs> <laughs> you'd be shocked that he passed the autistic gauntlet we had outside the podcast studio <laughs> i'd give you a yeah. link to my like music on yeah. cd ready for her. what is that <laughs> thing that people push soundcloud yeah oh my soundcloud oh yeah Jeez. I mean, hey, shout out to all the struggling artists out there. But woof, when somebody tells you they got a SoundCloud and to check it out. Yeah. You're, you, you look like that person of, over for dinner. You look like one of Drea's ex-boyfriends or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Dre does the pod, you should fucking should I do this? Yeah. Yeah. And like my She'll be my, my name will be some sort of like hand in cards. <laughs> That's my I'm Royal Flush. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They call me two pairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, I'm full house. Yeah, or even better, like a game at a casino, right? Yeah. I'm roulette jack. I'm wheel of fortune slot machine. Yeah. Wow, that's good, dude. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm high wheel limit, of fortune. High limit wheel of fortune. Dollar yeah. slot. I'm Bakudat. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, uh, has anything pissed you off lately? Besides Cutter and his demands? <laughs> We got to talk to Cutter about doing his own laundry and or maybe just simplifying it down to a pair of jeans and two. Yeah, I got, pissed, I got pissed off at Cutter today before I left because. That's good. I think, I've talked about, I, I think I've talked about this before, but I think that there's a way to like. <laughs> what? All of Castle's relationships on the rocks. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. I think I hate when he'll come in a room and be like. Would be in a mood. What's going on? Instead of like being right. like, are you okay? What's what were you? <laughs> like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Something wrong? Mm. Like, if that's your, because then I'll be like, what the fuck is that question? And it'd be like, what? I'm just asking how you are. And I was like, no, you didn't. If you want to know how I am, then you say, are you okay? How are you? You don't say, what are you in a mood? Like, and he doesn't get it. He he seems to think that they're the they're the same thing and they're not, and I don't like it. Yeah, it seems like uh, there's a communication problem going on here. Correct. I'll tell you what I do when I walk in that room. What would you have done? I don't even say anything. Oh, right. I see you. You're folding point. clothes. <laughs> I come over and I just smack your bottom. <laughs> right, and you go so okay. <laughs> I say, hey, babe. I bought a quickie before I head out with the boys. What if what if I'm literally on the floor playing with Jack? Because that's what I was doing. Oh, then I then I put uh I take your sleep mask and I put it over Jack's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
but I, I keep them in the room. I want them to become familiar with what it's like to let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. What's pissed you off lately? Me? I mean, Full everything, house. everything and nothing all at once. It's yeah. pissing me. Wow. I mean, what's pissed me off lately? I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I think for you, like it really stands out where for me, it's just, I'm so, I used to get pissed off so much that now I don't get pissed off as much. And even though I probably still get pissed off a lot for the average person, it feels yeah. like I very rarely get pissed off. Are you dating? You know the end. What? I'm just testing. As a cool dude. He's asking yeah, for I'm, the listeners. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't, as this I cool guy, I just don't know. No, yeah, I yeah, know yeah. What it is. I'm dating. But it's, you know, nothing. There's no, like, great thing going on. Let's let's hope uh, she's not listening. I was going to say. I mean, I'm just saying. Things are, you know. This is He's not a one-woman guy, you know? And this is no, not I a one-woman guy. Yes, he is. You cool guy. You're too cool for that shit. I am that. I'm all of I'm all about Johnny Apple seeding. I want to get out there and spread my seed as much and as often as possible. I'm wow. here perpetually. Trying to perpetuate, keep my last name going. If you could go through one person in the world's phone, who would it be, Cass? Mm. As you, not the cool dude, for one second. If you could, if you. Oh, could. okay, yeah, because because the this cool, cool dude. yeah, this cool guy, it'd probably be like Dave Grohl's phone. But Cass probably get some lyrics. Yeah, get get some of the samples of the new album coming out. Right. Cassim probably wants to go through Kevin Feige's, Steve Jones. the Marvel producer's phone, you know? Right. He's got a lot of juice in this town. Wow. Yami, please have a better answer. I'm, I'm having a hard time. Who do Kevin Fargle? Feige. Because I, like, <laughs> I don't like care about stuff like that, you know? This is how I feel. But you got to answer the question. We're playing the game, okay? Cutters. We're playing the game. Oh. But you could do that, technically. Yeah, but I you won't. probably have. You you won't anymore. I did once. Ah, oh, here we go. This is the. It juice. wasn't good. Speak up, honey. Really? I just I just got my. It's I just think that there is ways sometimes that you talk to your friends about things that you know the squared away later. I understood like I could it I could misconstrue it and the way I would read it. He understood would hurt my feelings, but. I just think it's better off that I don't look because, you know, I'm sure I write shit, but he probably, he wouldn't want to see, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but, well, can but I, if be, I, can I ask a question? Like a, yeah. Wait, 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 if you were given what? <laughs> like an hour in a room where like no one, no one would know I would be his phone, I guess. Oh, He's like, yeah, my fucking bitch wife is in a mood again because I yelled at her for getting he my didn't. laundry all wrong. No, he didn't say I think it would, you would be so <laughs> bored because it'd just be all sports stuff. It'd just be like, do you see who who slam dunked the ball today or like who won the <laughs> no. the big open? I tell you, <clears throat> let me ask you this. Do you? <clears throat> let me ask you this, Jamie. <laughs> Okay. This guy, he's like morphing in and out. He's merging the two. Wow, this is great. Do you think, and if you were like going through his phone, the thing that you wouldn't want to see would the most would be him talking to another girl? Talking about another girl. Talking about, okay, to a, to a friend? Mm-hmm. Interesting. To me? <laughs> 
oh, you see, this is interesting what this broad's <laughs> saying here. She's saying she'd rather not come across a text where he's talking to a girl, to a buddy. She would rather come across a text where he was just straight talking to a girl. I wouldn't That's want interesting. Either. Yeah. I mean, both right, well, it probably, talk. it maybe it depends on what he said to, there's a fly in here, what he said to the friend about the girl, right? If he's like, hey, I think, I think I'm uh, going to leave Jamie for this new, <laughs> this new hussy. Then that's really bad. Well, but if he's, he's going to girl, leave, he's just if like, he's going to leave me for some girl, I'm sure he's talking to the girl too. Yeah. So, okay. Are you going to go through Bo's phone when he, no. At what age will he be allowed to have his own phone that no one he's, looks through? He asks, he asks me all the time. Uh, well, guess what we're bringing to the game, babe. We got a brand new <laughs> iPhone. Boom. I don't know. I have to see just how life goes. Like, I don't know what life, what the world is going to be like in three or four years, but I don't see him getting a phone until he's like 14. This is a question of privacy. This is a big idea that we're dipping our toes into here. Is Do you think if you had the choice that you would go through everyone's phones because it would be safer for everyone? It'd be safer for Bo if you're going through his phone it'd be better for cut cutter in your relationship if you're going through his phone or do we just trust these people and let them do or make the decisions that they're going to make hoping that they will learn if it's the wrong decision or that they're just making the right decisions this is I a post 911 like america I think, question i think whenever you go to look for something you're going to find something that you didn't want to see like you're just going to that happened with me in an ex Rob knows about it. You, I found you went my through ex, her phone? I found my ex talking shit about me. To another ex? You yeah. definitely don't want to look through my I phone, remember this. This is, this is, not, this is a, no, not a specific. This is just an ex. Now I'm talking about, we're talking about 15 years worth of exes here. Okay? Yeah, don't no, get, I know. Don't get any I ideas. Know. I just remember this story. One of the tramps that came on the bus one night, you know, just Could after a show. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the worst feelings in the world is going through and seeing these texts from the person who supposedly loves you talking shit about you to somebody else that they used to sleep with. And it seems like somebody they hope to sleep with again Terrible. in the deep. That's that deep pit of your stomach. Ultimate betrayal. Yeah, it sucks. You know, and that's what that's what I put. I signed up for that when I decided I would go through those texts. How did you go through? You said, like, I want to see your phone or how did that happen? I, I had a hunch and I told her, let me see. Have you talked to your ex recently? Let's go through. It. And I, we did it together. <laughs> this holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Mm. Do I tell my extended family that I have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders and below the men's waist grooming? Not to mention it includes their lawnmower 4.0. Guys, we've been around since the 2.0. I could guarantee you, I promise you, the 4.0 is better, much better than the 2.0. And I know why they call it the lawnmower now, because I do it with, I have to do it with my shower doors closed because the hair 
goes flying because it's so it comes off with such ease, Cass. That's right. Well, it's thank like, God uh, it's waterproof. It has an LED light, so you're really watching everything. And you know, they don't just have the trimmer, they have the weed whacker for the ear and nose. They have the crop preserver ball deodorant. I can only imagine how wonderful that is. The crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. What a great gift for that special guy in your life. That's right, guys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code pajama at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code pajama at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all for Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. My pubes have never looked as good. And I know that. I know that from experience. It's time for Headspace. If you have been thinking about meditating or thinking about how to get started, take this as your sign to do it now with Headspace. It's so easy to use. They have this endless library. You can pick specific types of meditations you want. They're guided. They're helpful. Uh, It's really what helped me get in a rhythm and learn how to meditate, quite honestly. Yeah. And they talk about uh, one of the biggest things they help with is when you're laying in bed at night and you feel like those thoughts are just Mm. racing and racing in your head. They help a lot. Um, Look how normal and chill I am. I've been meditating for like over a thousand days in a row. And don't you want to be like me? That's right. I downloaded the app. I started meditating and look at me today. Wow. You look great, man. My hair grew. All of a sudden I got a sleeve of tattoos. Hey, they don't promise that though. They don't. This is just my experience. Yes. This is individual experience. Your results may vary. But listen, if you need help with sleeping, if you feel like you need to chill out, if you feel there, there's so many things that they help with and uh, they give you a month for free. So why not go and check it out? You got nothing to lose. Find some headspace at headspace.com slash pajama and get one month for free. Their entire meditation library. They have so much different stuff. This is the best headspace offer available. Go to headspace.com slash pajama today. That's headspace.com slash pajama pajama and what was the moment like when it was like hey this fucking piece like what 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 was that moment like when it was like oh here it is me as constantine i don't fucking care right but girls are dime a dozen now Cassim was hurt deeply Mm. it was one of the worst moments what did she say because she's sitting right next to you reading it there was a lot there was a lot of backtracking there was a lot of downplaying which is a lot of like, no, it's not what, you know, it was just like, and then once you like get past that and you go, I'm not, they want you to like let up Yeah. when I didn't let up, then it's like, well, look, it's, I was feeling lonely, you know, it's, and then there's like rationalizing, then there's, it's just, uh, sorry. And then eventually there's an apology. I mean, but, but there's like stages to it. And when a person's kind of like a narcissist or they, don't like to admit fault often. This is just one of those things where they really squirm before they like apologize. And then the realization comes that they potentially could lose this person as a, as a uh, partner. And then they start backtracking and apologizing and it's really not great. And look, I've been, I've not been great in a couple of relationships as well. This is something that I think I'm talking as Constantine. Right. Well, yeah, uh, me too. And uh it's you really like until it happens to you, it's so it's so much easier to forget that you hurt people. 
But when it happens to you and then you kind of get like a, a taste of what that's like for that other person, then it's, it really cleans up your act pretty quick. Sure. So, but in all honesty, I, I see the way Cutter looks at you. Um, I've never met him. When she bends over to pick up a toy. There's no way. I mean, who would, who would pass? I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Now your kids on on one hand, those kids are going to get him. Yeah. But see, that's a thing to me is like, Bo is going to, is a teenage, is, will be a teenage boy by the time he gets his phone. Like, I don't want to see what he's talking about with his friends. He's a teenage boy. Like, and here's another thing, right? 14 years old up until like a hundred years ago was like the, 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 like end of your life, right? Like it was like 14 year olds used to be like fucking that. Like, I don't know. What was the average age? Like 500 40. years ago, right? 40. Yeah, you're lucky if you live to like 40. Yeah, so like I don't know, 14 again. I don't, I don't know. I, I have a, a hard time answering questions like this, but I think I would always lean towards the like, hey, you just gotta let him fuck up and make his own mistakes and yeah. whatever, because like otherwise you're gonna like uh, keep him, you know, coddled until he's 18, and then he might just fucking go nuts like me. He might just go to Vegas and never come home. That's true. There's a, a fine line you got to ride where you let them figure it out on their own, but you also give them some, some bumpers, some boundaries to play with it. You know, whose phone would you want to go with you, Rob? That's the thing. It would probably be just something like financial where I could be like, Oh, I don't know. Like, like the Winklevoss twins. No, like, yeah. Or like find out somebody who knows something about like something I could invest in. So you want to make- commit insider trading. Mm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. You to enrich yourself. That's not a bad, that's not a bad. Just answer. because I don't care what people are like keeping from me in any sort. Like I wouldn't, I can't think of anything. I'd be like, man, I really want to know what this person thinks about this thing or whatever. So I would think it would be some sort of like fucking stock I could invest in or some shit. I changed my answer. I'm, Here I, we go. I would do. Oh, it's not Schmen, Kevin Schreffery anymore. No, it, it'd be Anna de Armas's phone and it would be part of a, oh. A complicated plan. Yeah, you'd get in there. I'd figure out what yeah. she liked. You know, I'd see the conversations that she'd have with her closest girlfriends and be like, I just wish somebody would do this. I'd find out where she'd be. You know, I'd catch her coming out of Spago. You know, I'd bump into her and I'd say something. You know, she'd say to her friends, like, I just, I just want a guy who doesn't drive a nice car, just drives a white Honda Civic or something. And then right. I'd like, get into my, I'd bump into her. Oh, so I apologize. Then get into my white Honda civic and be like, Hey, have a great day. And then I'd well, follow her home. And- you've already had an alcohol problem. So you could just get a horrible tattoo on your back and you, you'd probably, you'd probably get in her pants. Yeah. Right? But maybe like a Phoenix that didn't last with Ben Affleck, like an yeah. orange Phoenix. Yeah. Something like that. That takes up your whole back. Well, we know I'm not afraid of a little ink. Whoa. Does this intimidate you? Look how scared you look. Me? Coward. I have two. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. I'm talking I have two Nobody can tell who I'm talking to. <laughs> well, you have sunglasses on. When's the last time uh, you got a tattoo, Amy? Uh, this one I got like five years ago. I was supposed to get one recently and then plans change, but I'm going to get something right here for my kids. I was going to get <clears throat> an arrow with three feathers in the back and in the feathers have each of my boys initials. But I'm thinking of actually getting three stars of like different sizes, like one for Cutter, one for Bo, one for Jack. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. appropriate Native American culture, indigenous people. That's real, real nice, Jamie. Stars, feathers, 
Dude, you're too cool for this. You shouldn't give a fuck about that. I'm actually half Apache. I'm half patchy. You shouldn't give you shouldn't give half a fuck about anything. You're so fucking. But cool, an ar- <laughs> don't arrows have feathers? Like what? Get out of here! Boom. Well, Jamie, remember when uh, when you crumbled to the Instagram critique of you using a brown emoji? <laughs> you can't use that. Well, <laughs> people said you're not allowed. Instagram, like someone else on that I texted was like, "Who are you trying to catfish?" Don't you remember? And I was like, "Catfish." So remember when we talked Amazing. about if we would make our own hotels, like what, what yeah. would be in it? What would, what would yeah. our theme be this? So let's say there was a pajama pants hotel. What do you think we would have in the pajama pants hotel? Like how would it be different than a regular hotel? Oh, this hmm. is uh, I'm so glad you asked this question. I've actually been thinking about this for weeks. Awesome. I would have the penthouse. It'd be the Phil from Long Island. Oh, penthouse. Start from the beginning. Start. From I work top down, baby. Oh, Phil, Phil from Long Island being in the elevator to take you up would be great. Oh, he and works I think there? it should be like be nice. I should be like moms, like that. All the butlers are like moms, like welcoming you, like home, like hi, honey, like what do you want? What can I good. get you? Right? Yeah, like it. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I like, like that. cute little moms. Yeah, obviously and there'd be a merch, sometimes merch I'll store. be there. sometimes I'll be the cute little mom. Yeah, I probably wow. sometimes you undercover boss. No, it's just you, you put never a beard know. on and then you're Jamie. Yeah, no, you do. I like this. I like that angle. Yeah, and then the and then so we got the Jamies, and then the 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 baggage people can be Jordanian. I mean, I don't I don't even know what a Jordanian is. Is that I didn't know for a long time, and I was perfectly fine and happy with my life. And then I had a friend who like pretty much forced me to listen to the history of his people and. Yeah. Oh, it sounds oh, like well, it sounds like a guy that you'd want to keep close. You know, he's really wanting you to take an active part in the relationship that you had with him. Well, he's having a bit of an identity crisis at the moment. Not my type of guy, though. Uh, not my type of guy. You know, I'd make sure there's coffee stations on every floor. <laughs> They're gonna get coffee stains. There's co- there's <laughs> coffee stains on the on the on the pillows. Um, each, you know, I, I've been in a few hotel rooms in my life as you guys, is there features of a hotel room that you, you would love to see in every room? Well, listen, I'm not a smoker anymore. I used to be a smoker, Mm -hmm. but I would, I always feel like people feel like shit when they go smoke. Mm. I think we do something nice for them. Patio. We give them like a nice, oh yeah. I want in, in the rooms. Obviously every room has to have a terrace, but I just mean like when they go to smoke, normally you feel like the outcast. It's like we should make them a really nice area. Like, hey, Wanna make like a little atrium for the smokers. Yeah, like you're here. Just maybe put some plants in there. Oh, the plants probably die, right? Yeah. Small, small. Let me ask you this question: Out of a hundred people, how many people smoke cigarettes? You think depends where you are. I today. Think. What about in Jordan, in Egypt? Well, where's our hotel? Gonna We're going to be having a lot of Jordanian and Egyptians come in. Do they smoke, Cass? I won't. I won't allow them. Oh, thank God. Not, not on my premises. But uh, how? Egyptian smoke, you've told me, right? Oh, I mean, Middle Eastern people love them. They love blasting six. That's what I'm saying. We're fucking inclusive, dude. We yeah. want to we want to cater to our smoking brown audience. So this hotel is going to be in the Middle East is what you're telling no, me? No, it's here. But people travel to travel. Look at you. You got here. I did get here. And Wait. I'm happy about it. Uh, I got some emails. Would you guys want to read some emails? Yeah, sure. This one's from uh, Nathan. Hi, guys. New listener from YMH. You're all great and fun. I work 12-hour shifts catching up fast on older episodes. In the episode, Rob was impressed slash confused about how people learn another language from watching TV. 
And where I live, it's super common. Quebec, Canada, Montreal. Most people do this. I speak perfect French, first language, but only watch and listen to English TV, and I'm considered a perfect bilingual speaker. Side note, I think of Jamie in that Lonely Island video, Jizz in My Pants. She was the best thing for me. In the best thing for me was watching and knowing her from Sopranos and seeing her doing that. Take care, Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, I, I, got, you, a, I got a lot of love for that Jizz in My Pants thing. Guys, we've got some, we've got more stuff about Dave Chappelle. Oh, are people mad at us? I don't know if people are mad at us. I think they're trying to just educate us a little bit because, you know, well, we again, I didn't watch very it. open about being dumb about this whole yeah. subject, but totally open. Well, this is nobody is canceling Dave Chappelle. Are they, they're, they're anti Chappelle in this? Let me read it. I'm trying to up the font here. It's just so small. Hey, panties, I love your show. Mostly to be allowed access to what feels like a casual chat between friends. I've always wanted to write in, but never felt I had anything worth reading aloud on the pod until the October 18th episode. Since I do consider myself let in to your conversations between friends, I hope this is not taken as an attack, rather just offering a different perspective on this week's discussion that may have been missed and why some people feel the way they do. So it's, far, so good. It's great when emails start out with, hey, don't take this as an attack. So far, so good. Yeah, I like it. You're all idiots. Um, no, I think that's a great way to open uh, an email. And, you know, if, if the rest of the email maintains this attitude, I'll be happy. Fully prepared to be unpopular, to be the unpopular opinion in the room. I totally agree that polarizing topics can be dissected in the form of jokes. I also believe punching down is usually lazy and unoriginal. I'm a black, cis, hetero woman and a fan of Dave Chappelle's early 2000s work, but I have a hard time believing his defiance is just to spite people telling him what not to do. Mm -hmm. Well, she's talking She's talking about recently when he's come out recently and he's like, I'll have a talk, but I'm not bowing down to demands. Do you think that she sent this email? I think she sent this email before. Before he even said that. Yeah, where where he where he talked about uh, Hannah Gadsby not being funny. Um, I don't even know who that is. I didn't even see that. Yeah, I mean that 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 seems about right. Yeah, yeah, she's not she's not going to be on your radar. Who's who is that? She's a female comedian. Um, I don't. Oh, know. Well, I think even funny. I think saying female comedian is problematic. She's a oh, com- she's a comedian. Where are we going with pajama pants, guys? We can't say female comedian anymore. We are woke as hell. Dude. You don't deserve to wear that fucking sleeve of tattoos, man. Um, no, oh, man. I'm a okay. Cool finish guy. the email. Keep going. At the end of the day, mocking people that are beneath you on the societal totem pole of privilege is always easier than accountability or change. 2021 Chappelle, unfortunately, just sounds like someone taking their last gasp of relevance while looking for laughs from other people who would also never be the target of his jokes. Few things are sadder than being unable to allow people you don't understand to just exist in peace. And if being... Sorry, I just want to... Yeah. Chappelle, unfortunately, just sounds like someone taking their last gasp of relevance, looking for laughs from other people who would never be the target of his jokes. Who has he not joked around about? Um, well, let's I don't know. He's he seems it's okay. You could you could it seems to be like most of his jokes are uh, his last special are targeted at like white. There's a lot of white people. I think he makes a comment about how white people are the problem. I mean, in a jokingly way, 
And then there's a lot of transgender conversation. I thought one of his funniest jokes was about white people when he was like, yeah, this this bitch was 40 years old. He's like, but she was white, so she looked like shit. <laughs> that was funny. That made me laugh. Um, uh, but I, I don't, that's, again, I, I don't understand. Well, let's, let's well, read the whole, things. let's read the whole thing. Yeah. And then, well, we'll, this is very long, so I don't think we're going to remember this stuff but, up there by the time we get to the bottom. Go ahead. Let's do our best. Mm-hmm. And if being made to feel uncomfortable about their material is a comedian's worst problem, we should all be so lucky. Let's be clear. Nobody is canceling Dave Chappelle. He has millions of followers on social and a net worth of 50 million. He's being criticized because his strongest shtick is mocking the most marginalized people in our society. There is no threat to his ability to feed his family. Meanwhile, some marginalized groups pay for others' discomfort with their lives. Make all the peanut allergy jokes you want. There is no comparison between that and releasing a special that will enforce stereotypes that can become deadly. That said, I wish there was an unwritten rule. If someone is going to make the same group their perpetual punchline, they should at the very least also advocate for and donate handsomely to said group. How is it comedic genius to die on the status quo hill? This note is not about me being offended. It's me genuinely baffled that his last few specials have all targeted the same disenfranchised people, especially when people in those groups still get killed every single day for simply existing. Then to play the oppression Olympics as if black and trans communities are mutually exclusive. It's just so goddamn boring. Yes, queer folk want rights too. How is this still funny? But isn't saying nobody's canceling Dave Chappelle isn't, that not true like isn't he saying nobody will take his material now like nobody except for netflix is willing to put his stuff out there so Did i don't think that i don't think canceling is about not being able to pay your family i think canceling is about being told you can't put your opinions or your material anywhere right like you could cancel somebody who's a billionaire um, I think if Dave Chappelle wanted to go do stand up anywhere, he probably could. We'll go do stand up anywhere, and he but could that's put specials anywhere. Did he say he's he couldn't put specials? I thought he said on that same thing that you were talking about. He was like, Thank God for Ted Serranos because nobody will touch my stuff except for Netflix. Oh, and he put it up there. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I must miss that part. So he so Dave Chappelle has targeted the trans community in multiple specials. Well, it's been a it, it's been at least a topic in the last two. I think there's been maybe three or more, possibly more, where he's talked about it. There's one last paragraph here, um, yeah. and I'll and I'll finish okay. it up. Very long-winded story, short. TLDR. Um, too long, didn't read. Last week's episode just struck a nerve. Someone consistently choosing to joke about a subject they've gotten backlash several times before for does not make them a victim. It's a conscious choice of Chappelle's to run this material into the ground, then claim people are being unfair to him. But I find the three of you to be super engaging and reasonable people. I'm a fan and look forward to your shows every week. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this since at the end of the day, we are all learning from each other on how to navigate our ever-changing world. Thanks for always being open to taking on tough topics. Kelsey from Harlem, New York. Thank you, Kelsey. Thanks, Kelsey. Well, look, I that was a very well written, um, thought out well response. Written. And I, and I, you know, honestly, I feel like I'm too dumb to properly comment on it, but I, I can talk about certain things that I do agree with. You know, I, I think, I don't know if his special needed 
to spend as much time as it did on the subject, but I think it was important for him to talk about his relationship with something that was a real experience to him, which was the transgendered comedian that he knew and in his eyes supported and helped find work and grow as a comedian. I think some people thought maybe he was using that as a, as a reason or as a ticket into being able to talk about the subject in the way he has. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand why they would think like, Oh, now they're pitting uh, blacks against transgendered people from that special. Cause he, he was comparing their individual movements as communities. I like Dave Chappelle. I think Dave Chappelle's very funny. In my eyes, Dave Chappelle's funniest when he's being silly and he's being irreverent and and it's like reminiscent of his his early, early, early special when he was like a skinny guy. That to me was when when he was talking about what it was like growing up in the hood, seeing a little crack baby on the corner. I mean, all that stuff was fu- most funny to me. Dave Chappelle in this current form, which is kind of like this uh, godlike comedian preacher guy is interesting because it's his journey. And and obviously he's very well respected, but to me, as somebody who's consuming comedy, it's less enjoyable. There's Mm -hmm. less minute to minute laughs. And since there's less minute to minute laughs, there's more room for like him to get political. And I love when comedians get political because it helps me, somebody who's not a very smart guy, understand understand politics but it's also through the lens of somebody. So you kind of have to be careful that we're consuming it all through Dave Chappelle's lens. I thought he did a great job in articulating his point of view about it. Now, whether or not his point of view is correct or right or needed is another question. Very well said, Kassam. I I agree with everything that you just said. And I back up what we said in that podcast, which was we didn't watch it. We didn't know. I watched it. Before watched, we talked about it. it? Oh. Well, when we talked about well, it, I, I, didn't, seen it. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I yeah, you were the only one. Uh, Sorry. So I still haven't seen it. I didn't realize he's talked about this multiple times. I guess somebody who also has been a fan of Dave Chappelle and has enjoyed the way he's in the past, I guess, has exposed or dissected certain issues. So, yes, I could understand, but also. It always felt supportive in the right way in the past to me. I haven't seen his past few specials. And I guess I assumed that that was what this was again. So forgive me for assuming that. Um, That being said, I think there's a line to be drawn of being sensitive, of, of, of pushing too much against a marginalized group in particular. Um, and just lacking in lacking sensitivity towards it. So I completely understand um, what she's talking about. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we do a good job of representing uh, people that like want uh, care about people and don't want people to feel like they're being attacked by anyone, but we also want to maintain some sort of like, free speech ability where people, you know, in an art form that requires it. I saw Chappelle live right after this special aired. I told you, I went, how dare you? My, my brother got me tickets because he knows I'm a Chappelle fan. And for my birthday on like, I think we went on October 7th or 8th, we went and saw Chappelle at the Hollywood 
Bowl, and they played um, a documentary that's yet to release. But it's, well, I think that's the one that he said nobody will touch it. Okay. The uh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a documentary. I don't mean to be. No, no, no. That's fine. <laughs> it's a documentary where Dave Chappelle during the pandemic puts on a comedy show in his uh, small Ohio town, mm-hmm. um, and he essentially brings in millions of dollars into this town because people are buying tickets or coming to see and that that money's going into the local businesses yeah. and, and he's bringing all these like huge name talents. And then you kind of just get to see Dave Chappelle, like in between the comedy sets. And he's a, he's a guy that care, like he really does yeah. care. Yeah. He doesn't want to do the wrong thing, but he's in this position as like this sort of, He's at the top of the mountain when it comes to comedy. So he has this sort of like artistic responsibility. At least this is how I interpret how he feels. He has this artistic responsibility to, to, to be the beacon of like, guys, we've gone too far. We need a course correct. I also, we need to be able to yeah. talk about things. But here's the other side of this, right? So I, I appreciate that about him. And I want to, and I don't think he wants to hurt anyone. But when this many people in a community rally together and they all seem to like have this feeling that this one special or the things that this one guy is saying is hurting their community. Who am I to say, no, they're not or sure. toughen up or like do that. I, I don't think I have the right to do that. I'm just like in, in this middle space, you know, and it's, un, it's unfortunate, but if this all can happen and, and we can learn and each group can learn something from the other side and then both grow, which doesn't, I don't know if that's happening then ultimately it's a win. But right now it just seems like there's just a lot of uh, upset folks on, at least on just one side of this. So yeah, I don't know. That's as best as I can sum it up as somebody who really likes Chappelle, who, who loves, I love stand up comedy with like everything I got. I, I really appreciate it as an art form. Um, and so, yeah. And I also don't understand what it's like to be, part of this particular marginalized community. So let those people speak and let's hear them out. And that's, that's all I really have to say about it. Well said. Um, well, I, I really do appreciate the email. And if you guys um, look, we, we're just, I really like what you said about us having, we're just people who are having like a, a, a chat amongst friends. And that's really the goal with the podcast. And I'm really happy that you guys feel like you can be a part of that conversation that's part of the best parts of this is that we're not experts on anything. You know, we're not hardcore history and we're not just downloading information to you. We are uh, three people who are like growing as every day goes on. So if you feel yeah. like you want to send us an email, ask pajama pants at gmail.com um, is where the emails are. And then you can send us an Instagram. Um, uh, we're on Twitter and Jamie and I are on Instagram and Twitter and Rob's off the grid. Thank God. Thank God. I don't want to deal with this shit. Anything else you guys want to uh, want to add in there before we go and we get on with November? No. Hope you guys had a good Halloween. We'll see you. Uh, we're coming up on tea given, man. This is going to be great. Yep, yep. Love the holidays. So I'm going to get a tree. You're going to come. Are you going to go anywhere for Thanksgiving? I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you're not invited here. So. Leave him alone. I was having so much fun when we were talking about like autistic stuff. Yeah, and- that's the beauty of the pot is we do we do all of it. Yeah. Sometimes we get serious and sometimes we talk about funny, silly things. I got a sometimes- Can I go? 
why you and sometimes she's got to pee yeah please okay. please, please go right 